There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Gosh, I was I was like worried this morning that none of the morning shows would remember um, Clarence a- Avent. Avent, I'm not sure how you say his last name, uh, passed away. He is considered the godfather of black music, but so much more. But there was an HBO documentary a few years ago yes, <clears throat> on him, and Casey did watch it, and I've talked to Tanya Hart about him because in 2021, his wife Jacqueline, of like 60 years, was murdered in a home invasion in Beverly Hills. At and their we, home. It was wild. Home. It was a wild, terrible story. Terrible story. And we called Tanya and she just said they were the most amazing couple. You know, they had met at an ebony fashion fair in the mid-60s is Aww. when Clarence met Jacqueline Gray and they got married and they had two children, a son and a daughter. The daughter is married to Ted Sarandos. Mm-hmm. Um, the Isn't he Netflix or Ted Sarandos? Netflix co-CEO. Yeah. yeah, so Clarence, he was this... Uh, incredible manager, entrepreneur, facilitator, advisor. He helped launch or guide the careers of Quincy Jones, Bill Withers, Jim Brown, um, Hank Aaron, people across the music and sports world. He was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he did die at his home at the age of 92 and just passed away, basically, of old age at his a house. A year and a half after his wife. Yes, and he was born in a segregated hospital in North Carolina. And he would always say that he got two pieces of advice from an early mentor, the music manager, Joe Glazer. And the two pieces of advice was never let on how much you know and ask for as much money as possible without stuttering or stammering. Standing your ground. And he broke in as a manager in the 1950s. He had Sarah Vaughn was a client, Little Willie John, and composer Lalo Schifrin, who's like 95. And he wrote the uh, theme to Mission Impossible, one of the most recognizable things. It's not a John Williams penned song. And in the 1970s, he was an early patron of Blackstone radio stations. And in the 90s, he headed Motown after Barry Gordy sold the company. And he started this record label called Sussex. And he said he named it after his two passions, success and sex. Wow, that's funny. funny. 
That's and then he also had another <laughs> label called Taboo, which had Withers, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, the SOS band, and this obscure singer songwriter called Sixto Rodriguez, who decades later became famous for this Oscar winning documentary called Searching for Sugar Man. And Sisto just died last week. That's another music documentary. So he brokered the sale of Stack Records to, guess what, you guys, Golf and Western. Oh. Who, you know, had owned Paramount and made The Godfather. And he helped raise money for Clinton and Obama. He helped Michael Jackson do his first solo tour away from the brothers. Wow. And he also... Sean Combs, Snoop Dogg, everybody, Jamie Foxx, Fatty, Farrell Root, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis. In the business mm-hmm. had been by his death or yes. would go and see him. He was so influential. And he helped Jim Brown when Jim Brown wanted to get out of football. Really? And act. act. Yeah, he was a big actor. Cool. And he produced a primetime TV special for Muhammad Ali. And when baseball great Hank Aaron was on the verge of surpassing Babe Ruth as the game's home run champion. In 1974, Clarence made sure that Hank Aaron received the kind of lucrative commercial deals that often were elusive for black athletes, starting with a personal demand to the president of Coca-Cola. Cool. And Aaron would later, uh, Hank Aaron would later say that everything was because of Clarence, that he got the money, the endorsements, the recognition, and... He, besides his rock and roll induction, he has two honorary Grammys, an NAACP award, and a BET Entrepreneur Award. And um, he was one of eight children raised by a single mom. But he probably was, like, heartbroken because he and Jackie had been together since 1967. I, I just can't imagine coming home. I mean, and your They wife, were in bed. It yeah. was, like, 2.30 in the morning. And your wife has been murdered in your own home. I yeah. mean, that would just... yeah. It's like the snake falling on you and, and a bird, a hawk coming down and pecking the snake that's on your arm. Well, I don't know if it's the same <laughs> No, thing but as I mean, it, just trauma. Trauma. Yeah. It, what's the name of the documentary again, Lori? It's Laurie? called Godfather of Black Music. Because we, isn't, we were talking about that. I believe it's on HBO I Max. Think it is. I think it is. It was on originally HBO, and that's where it's streaming is on the Max. But uh, just a real interesting guy because he made his mark publicly and he also made his mark behind the scenes and no one ever knew but i love his advice uh never let on how much you know and ask for as much money as possible without study stuttering or stammering netflix you can catch it it netflix and and it's 100 percent on rotten tomatoes i mean this thing is godfather what again the the black black black, the well the black godfather is is what i'm yeah the black godfather i I came up with yeah, yeah, the Black Godfather. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's on Netflix right now. That's mm-hmm. that's hundred percent. That's the it sounds like a good yeah. If yeah, if you love your music stuff and you know behind the scenes, he just was well, a real cool cat. Yeah, and, the the Hank Aaron and the Joe Green. I mean, Joe Green had a pretty like big acting career. After, yeah, and you know, like the Coca Cola commercial with Joe Green. I mean, and, and when you reference Coca Cola with Hank oh, Aaron, Hank Aaron yeah. you know, the, also the the famous how about a Coke and a smile. That was Joe Green, I believe. That was his original commercial. I'm yep. pretty sure when he hands the kid his jersey and have a Coke and a smile. But. Oh, yeah. Tanya just said this couple, like, they raised so much money. They were all huge philanthropists and always opening wow. their doors and hosting things and fundraising. And 
you know, getting out there and yeah. helping the good causes that they believed in. And, um, yeah, her daughter, uh, the daughter is married to Ted Sarandos. And he released his own statement. He was very close with his father-in-law. So Hollywood was very sad about that. And he passed over over the weekend, according to a family statement. So, That's sad. I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but now he's with his Jacqueline. Yes, yes, he is. And his family said he had such a huge legacy and there's so many people remembering him. That makes it a little bit easier. Oh, That's true. All right, listen, we come back. It's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, everybody. Um, What is going on? Well, everyone who was so excited that they were going to have an alternative to X slash Twitter... And went over to Threads. Has already dropped it. They've already dropped it. I was going to so say so I didn't even, I nope. started and then I just didn't. I never even started. I knew that. Okay, well, I keep thinking that maybe it's a home for the, if you really pushed it, maybe you would get some, some. I don't know. But here's what's happened to it. So it is um, Threads, which was Meta's answer to Twitter. Meta being Facebook's answer to Twitter. Meta is Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, they are down from 2.3 million users in July because they had the fastest first day lift. Yeah, yeah. Every, B, really, every B and C and D list celebrity went to threads and even a few of the A's. Well, people were really mad at Elon Musk and what he's doing to Twitter, so they wanted to have an alternative. Well, they also wanted to grab their name, and it's part of Instagram. And, you know, it made they made it easy for you to do it. I didn't know our Instagram passcode, so I left us our thread hanging in the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so here's the deal. And so it, it has dropped 79% yeah. down to 576,000 mm-hmm. active users. Mm-hmm. Companies uh, jumping ship are large U.S. companies like Wendy's, um, Anthropology, Rare Beauty, yeah. Makeup Line. They've decreased the number of spots they publish mm-hmm. in yeah. threads. And since it's launched, it's just not, it's not taking off. Yeah. So that's. Granted, I kind of talked about it. I'm just like, I I mean, I'm going to keep for us, like even how we use Twitter for the show is easy. And sometimes I just really only go to accounts that I like that I, you know, Dan Rather and Cher and like Superior. And I'm not really even looking at like what they're sending. But, um, and I. Yeah, I just couldn't figure out, I couldn't even be bothered to finish doing the password. That's how how much, much it felt. Mm-hmm. And everyone who, who did, like all the Real Housewives signed up for it. And then they never did anything with it. I mean, no one did it. No one knew. There was nobody there there. Just think about it. But how, it's just there. You have it. it you it, have it if you want it. Mm-hmm. But think of the concept of Twitter, X, whatever you want right. to call it. I'm calling and how, it Twitter. Twitter, exactly. Me too. And how long it took to build that base. Yeah. Right. And how many years it took to make it great. Obviously, now we're having a little bit of change of management, change of ownership that are making things a little funky. But to build something like that from the start, and I, I just didn't see it happening with the traction. Even though it was negative, Twitter has mm-hmm. and had. It's just it didn't seem like it was going to go away. Everybody wanted it to go away, but it's just too big of an entity. Mm-hmm. And it, like you said, just ignore the accounts that are 
obnoxious and, and on the algorithm or whatever. Um, exactly. And follow what you like and what you need and you can still get what you need out of it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's that. Yeah. yeah. That's that. Um, the Minneapolis mansion called the Semple Mansion in Minneapolis is going to be home to Pawn Stars. Um, Pawn Stars to America, which is a spinoff of Pawn Stars. And they're going to be filming here oh. on August 22nd through the 24th and then filming around the rest of the Twin Cities through the end of August. But if you want and have something that you think is a value and you want to be on it, you can sign up because they are taking applications now, Grant. <laughs> and here's where you go. Um, you need to register and be approved through free TV TIX. So free TV TIX.com. And um, you might have an opportunity to bring items to them when they're filming. And so later this week, we're going to have uh, the people from the mansion come on and talk to us about the pro- process and what's so great because this is the second thing they've been chosen for the Bachelorette. That's right. Oh, that had was filmed there. They had a thing there. It was filmed there. So they're going to be on with us on Thursday talking cool. more about the place and talking about what's going to happen. But if people do want to register to be included in freetvtix.com, that is happening what if your junk is just really junk and you i want to i have this that's, i have this be, pig. that must be all over that's the screening process yeah, they're okay. doing right now i might have to do this my oh, friend you, i'm telling you what i have i'm going to tell you what me. i have because my friend lisa said it's worth money all right um <laughs> she loves pigs so i have this um a picture and it, on the top of it it's a sterling silver pig mouth you know that you open the mouth and it um yeah. And she looked it up, and it was worth like five grand. Wow! That be, is that too cheap, Grant? No, sh- no. For them, that's um, no. That's definitely up their alley for something that it's unique. Right now, what they it's so w- bring it in on Saturday well, or yeah. the day they're coming in. But oh, we're having the more the people from the mansion, mansion. In instead oh, of the so, so when you sign up, I'm guessing it's a venting because they don't want to have hundreds of people sure. lined up with their Pokemon <laughs> cards that aren't some of them that are. I have those too. Some <laughs> are worth yeah. some, some aren't. Yeah. But this is the vetting process because they want to make. sure that they get the best items possible. A five thousand dollar picture of a pig is something. It's a I, picture. It's a it's a water picture. Yeah, I could see that being something that that would be represented on the show as a guy who or as a person, excuse me, who watches this show yeah. regularly. So that well, is that is a cool this. piece. That's a cool piece. I love it. Mine it's heavier is, than crap. Yeah, mine. I never not. use it because to open it up to pour anything out of the pig's mouth. Where'd you get it? Like at a? I've had this. I at a resort town or no? Like, I got it at IMS years oh. ago. Wow. Like cool. 20 years ago, probably. Yeah, oh. Give it a shot. Try it out. I See? know. Grant, are you going to sign up for this? Because you're the collector. Yeah, here. I'm the collector, but I was just, mine's too local. Mine okay. is a big, I'm all Joe Mauer. And, right. you know, maybe for the local aspect, I have a couple things. But when- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And what they're looking to do is they're looking to do two things, I think. They're trying to get publicity for the show and the store. Right. And they're trying to bring things to their store in Vegas. And Joe Maurer is not going to sell in Vegas. No. It's too niche. Got so it. no, my stuff is not going to do well. But that pig, 
you're talking about is something that I could see definitely fitting in that realm for sure. All right, I might try. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Okay, so that and um, you know how you gave me all those CDs, Lori? Mm-hmm. Um, the deal with the CDs and why they're so short. You know, they don't have, they only allow 74 minutes mm-hmm. on a CD. I didn't know. How they came up with the 74. Because it's funny because I, you know, I use, Lori gave me CDs. My friend Heather gave me CDs and I have a CD like player at the cabin and love it because I don't have to wait for the internet for it to work because everything else is, works on internet. And it, the reason they came up with it, Sony and Philips were creating them. They wanted to make sure one disc could hold Beethoven's Ninth Symphony which comes in at right around 74 oh, minutes. Wow. That's cool. Isn't that, that's, that's random. Ra- yeah, that's, that's random. Really that's random. Mm-hmm. That is so random. Um, let's see. AI, you know, um, is good and bad, but it can steal passwords now by listening to how you type. So if you're doing a Zoom call or you're doing some things online, AI now can steal your passwords by listening because typing on different keys has different sound pitches. Mm. So they're trying to get it to people. If you have an opportunity to use your face image or a thumbprint image to log into things, to use those Oh, to be a little more safe. I know Lori. I, it's I, out I, there. I don't know what to think about that. Well, it's out there. <laughs> yeah. Thank it you. is out there. Uh, television accounts for less uh, now serve less Viewing than streaming accounts. So cable and basic TV are now under how many people watch streaming. That doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't. Mm-mm. But it's the first time ever. I'll be a cable guy for life. As long as they offer it. I'm, it's so yeah, much same. easier. As long as it's there's so a DVR, much I, I, will, I never go away. I did the unplug or whatever cut yeah. the cord was. And I tried it. Too much hassle. Didn't yeah. like it. Didn't like the it. The grief to dollar ratio. Exactly. Wasn't worth it. Was I know. I'm kind of bummed about it. Um, okay. Just a little PR from uh, the Mall of America. If people love nothing but bun cakes, mm-hmm. it is opening up their very first location at nice. a mall in the country. Nice. And it's going to be on the second floor. And they, I like those little buntinis, those tiny little bites. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. kind of cute. Oh, 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 yeah. So that's going to be opening at the, at the Mall of America. And the woman, Kim Cassens, has multiple locations of nothing but buns. She is opening it up. Um, Daisy and Dolly Simpson. Now, this is something that we haven't heard about in the Barbie craze. They're trying to be real life Barbies. Who's Daisy and Dolly? They're sisters. Simpson. They've spent two hundred thousand dollars already trying oh, to no. look like <sighs> Barbie. Oh. We haven't heard that one yet. Um, oh, dear. Scary, 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 scary. I mean, they've gotten rid of ribs and have gigantic breast implants <laughs> and um, well, big butt implants. And let's see liposuction so that they don't resemble but this is the one this is one <laughs> so they're trying to look like the popular doll and one of the first things that they've had done is labiaplasty so that they have a molded genitalia i don't know oh, oh. i don't know no, no, wow. no. but isn't that weird yes yeah. uh-huh i'm gonna say so that's weird i'm love- gonna i'm gonna agree with you guys that mm-hmm. that's weird and um beyonce's mom tina Knowles, wants you to know that those black things that you thought were toilet seats. Well, it says toilet seats right on. We're not, <laughs> we're not toilet seats. Beyonce would never. Tina Knowles is coming to Beyonce's defense a lot Apparently, the, the things that you put the fans on for uh, sages are in cases called toilet seats. Yes. They refer to them as toilet seats. Yes. So they're not, oh. they're not real toilet seats. They're fans. <laughs> they're fans.
They're the they're the stands for the fans, and they're called toilets. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Yeah. All right, so uh, Bradley Cooper, uh, you know, he is going to be he directed and co-wrote and starred in a movie in a movie that's coming out called Maestro, which is uh, a Leonard Bernstein biopic. And we have our first trailer for it. And he did it in conjunction with Netflix. And he, I had to look at the composer and conductor Leonard Bernstein to see before I watched the trailer, does he look like him? And I would say, yes, he does. It looks like um, Bradley Cooper maybe had some prosthetic nose yes, done. Extended. And, um, it's, uh, you know, Carrie Mulligan plays Felicia, his long-suffering wife. In this teaser that Grant posted, you just see the beginning of their love story, but there will be dramatic fireworks when Felicia discovers the rest of Leonard's life. Uh, Maestro is going to be debuting at the Venice Film Festival. Bradley Cooper, even though he co-wrote it, directed, and starred in it, he could go as the director to the Venice Film Festival, but he's not. He's go- sitting it out yep. in solidarity. And it's going to be released in November. Roger Friedman writes that definitely will be a Best Picture nominee, along with Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, and Air. Those are Roger's early predictors for Best Picture of twenty. Oppenheimer. Killers of the Flower Moon. Air and this maestro. And no Barbie. Roger did not put that in there, but that doesn't surprise me. He's a guy. He's a guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I saw it twice. I, yeah, I know, it. I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I know. Yeah, listen, yeah. yeah, I think that that's a glaring omission because that's definitely mm-hmm. it, it should be on that list. I but agree. Leonard Bernstein, um, I was like, okay, Tim, what did, what did he do again? Because... He's won like Emmys, Tonys, Grammys. He's never won an Oscar, but the thing he's best known for as far as um, um, composer is West Side Story. Because that's still, you know, being performed worldwide today. And um, he also did the original score for On the Waterfront mm-hmm. and then Our Town and Peter Pan. Wonderful Town, Candide. He did Peter Pan? The mm-hmm. original one, which only had five songs in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like the one like from the 50s and 60s the where 50s. they're played by, the, played by a female, like that one that was on. Like, Sandy yes. Duncan. Okay, yes. I saw that one. Yeah, okay. All right. And he conducted this historic performance of Beethoven's Symphony Number no. Nine in Berlin to celebrate the fall of the Berlin Wall, and the, that concert was televised live around the world on Christmas Day, nineteen eighty nine. And that takes us back to yes. seventy four minutes. Yeah, that's right. Because Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, Symphony was seventy four minutes, and that's mm-hmm. how Sony and Phillips <laughs> decided the CD would be seventy four minutes long. There that's you cool. go. So that full was circle here. The full yeah. circle. He was uh, apparently he was uh, a lifelong humanitarian. Uh, supported civil rights, protested against the Vietnam War, raised money for HIV/AIDS, was an active nuclear disarmament person. Um, did lots of things for uh, human rights and world peace, and he conducted the symphony at the funeral of uh, President Kennedy. Mm. So there's a lot of. Stuff in his story. He was also an alcoholic and 
I don't know how faithful he was. His famous quote about music is, I can't live with, I can't live one day without hearing music, playing music, studying it, or thinking about it. That's his big mm. famous music quote. And, and, uh, it looks, it, 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 it does looks look so really good. good. It does look really and good. And I love Carrie. We Carrie Mulligan? Seen, yeah, she, we haven't seen. She's a delicious she was in, uh She Knows, Women Know. She was oh, I in, didn't watch that yet. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. Um, talking about the two New York Times reporters that yes, covered, uh, uncovered Harvey Weinstein. She's one of the reporters. One of the two reporters from the New York Times. She's a wonderful actress. And, um, yeah, like when you're talking about for best pictures, I mean, Margot Robbie and the whole Barbie thing, you know, Warner Brothers is giving themselves lots of pats on the back for their billion dollar movies. Greta Gerwig has gotten some fawning pieces, but Margot Robbie, she, we got to give her something too, because she executive produced it Mm -hmm. through her Lucky Chaps production, Mm -hmm. which also she produced I, Tanya. I, Tanya. Mm-hmm. She pitched the movie to Mattel mm-hmm. herself directly, saying, I will be Barbie. This has the potential to be a billion. She hired Greta to write and direct it. Margot got Mattel to sign off because they didn't want Greta Gerwig. They didn't like her script, and she fought for her vision the whole way. And then she played an amazing version of Barbie, and was the only person I think who could have pulled off that part. So they even remember the joke they made during the movie. Yes, I think it's, it's totally fine at this point in time. Yes. But there's a point where like they're trying to make a point about beauty and and in the standards of Barbie. And they like there's like a little note, and I think it's Greta Gerwig saying this: casting Margot Robbie for this point doesn't really work out because she's so gorgeous. But That's they're trying. Right. It's, it was a beautiful like moment in that movie where they tried to like show you. Hey, we're trying to make a point here. This picture's not making the point, but here's the point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was cool. Well, Mar- she's such a good actress. She, she was nominated. Remember, we we didn't oh. want to like it, but we watched it. Bombshell. Oh, yeah, she about, was great in you that. You know, that's such a great the movie. The Roger people, Ailes Fox. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, Grant, that is a great. Bombshell, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. And she's in it, Nicole Kidman, and um, I can't remember the third actress, but I love that movie. Well, she's probably going to make about $50 million yeah. on the back they end. They said that yesterday. Love that. 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 Yeah, that's and so worth. So that's deserving. according to three individuals who have, uh, you know, a knowledge of the deal. And of course, Greta uh, Gerwig will also, and um, and you know, maybe the other people that founded Lucky Chap Entertainment, which Margot founded in 2014 with her husband and two friends. Mm-hmm. They just thought. I just um, love that. And they also did Promising Young Woman. Oh, Which, that was a movie. Wasn't Carrie Mulligan and Promising yeah, Young she Woman? Was. Yeah. And they did the Netflix series Made. Which is Margaret Qualley mm-hmm. was I in it. I didn't really like that. And the superhero say. sequel Birds of Prey. Yeah. With Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, yeah. That one was actually pretty good. Pretty People good. Yeah. It. I like that one way better than, you know, the, the original where it came from Suicide Squad. That's where the character mm-hmm. had come from. But yeah, that was a good movie. I saw that. That she did a great she everything I have not seen her do a bad role personally. 
Well, well there might you be haven't bad seen movies. Asteroid yeah. City or, or Babylon. Or Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Or that one I haven't yeah. seen either. But still. I mean, that's all right. No one is ever going to no. pick a great movie every single time. But, but she she's certainly in the driver's seat with this her production company. And I hope she doesn't... Um, I hope she pays attention to Clarence's advice. Never let them know how much you know and ask for as much money as right. possible without stammering right. or studying. Remember that, you guys. Full circle again. That is so good. Um, SAG-AFTRA, just in a little strike news, they're no longer approved indie projects written under the WGA contract. I like that. I, well, so they're just saying, you know, we're letting all these one-offs, but we're, well, we're putting gave, our foot down. They gave permission to two ever, 207 independent projects yeah. to continue to film. So Jason Bateman and Hathaway, Matthew McConaughey are some of the people. They argued that the agreement supported the strike because the independent producers agreed to all of the union's demands. But it's caused all kinds of backlash within the union as some members felt it undermined the strike's I think overall it did. impact. I think it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's a sign of solidarity with the WGA. And, um, you know, the the other people in Hollywood that are really getting hurt are the, you know, the makeup, the costume, the food, the f- catering, yeah. all the stuff below the line is like they, they're like, well, we're, what's right. going to happen to us? So anyway, um, uh, hopefully it's, um, you know, they're coming. They're realizing the studios are realizing that the actors and writers are not going to back down on this one. They've already backed down from that 2010 and let stuff go, yeah. even though they could see it coming. I, I, I think that they're not going to back down. And it's going to the studios are going to have to be the flexible. Well, in a, in the, an article I read today in the LA Times, they're talking about that Netflix has too much power because they have vertical integration, and that means that they create the content, they distribute the content, and they air the content. And um, back in the day, like. In the late, I don't know, Paramount, um, the U.S. government sued Paramount Studios because they made the content, distributed the content, and played it at their movie theaters. Because studios used to own movie theaters. That's right. And then they decided, you know, antitrust laws that they couldn't anymore. And um, antitrust laws have been focusing more on companies that just have huge market share versus on companies like like Netflix that have so much power because they control all aspects. Well, it's like Live Nation owning Ticketmaster. Exactly, they own they own everything. Yeah, the, the tickets. You know, so it's it'll they're, be they're, interesting. Yeah, it doesn't. And, it, and it, until so, it's more. They're saying it's not just the labor dispute. It's the way the company does business, and mm-hmm. they've got too much power. And then they, you know, if everyone just stopped their streaming services, right, and everyone just dropped out of it, right. Things would change, but they're charging more and they're making more money, even though people are dropping out. Yeah. Although I thought that Netflix had, when they cracked down on the sharing, that they got more people. They got more money. A lot. A lot. They got people, though. They got people that were sharing passwords that had to get their own passwords. They they had a massive... That's why Disney, we learned last week, Disney Plus is following suit and they all will follow suit because they brought in, I think it was like 200... 
something like $1.8 billion Whoa. in subscribers. And it was a massive amount of money and a massive amount of new subscriptions based on the fact that, like you said, they were sharing passwords. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's working. All right. Uh, so, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of everything, Okay, here's, here's the headline. Kim and Croy are still on the rocks as they fight over $1 million IRS bill. But they want their marriage to work out. Okay. They have to have it work out for now because they can't afford to live in separate houses and raise that many children. They've got too many kids. They've got too much debt. Um, they want you to give know, them a show. That's what. They want you to know that they're still relevant. Even though they owe all this money, they're willing to get along for a TV show. It is. I, you know, no one is surprised that a marriage would be on the rocks with an IRS bill of a million dollars hanging over your head. Not too many people would um i think if one person didn't file and the other person thought they filed or mm-hmm. if one person signed something and they didn't file yeah. I, these two cannot would, afford to get divorced they can't so of course and they're then, having this headline. and they're showing us pictures of when they used to frolic in the water i think they're selling those to the daily mail yeah. to make some bills i agree to keep the lights on yeah because otherwise why would they be doing any of this they next need step this only fans <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Um, okay, here here's another one for you. Um, discovery of cracked mud has Martian hunters growing excited by the minute. Okay, where where was the cracked mud at Mars? That's correct, Julia. Who discovered it? A satellite? Something. Mm-hmm, and something. so were the footprints. Just what do crack, alien uh, just uh, cracks? Cracked mud. A recent scientific paper. Um, oh no! It has uh, the I, the discovery of cracked mud saying, "See, this is a sign that life exists somehow." Because there, if it's cracked, it had to have dried out at some point in time. That's right. There Julia. was water there. That's, That's right. Where... And it's from the NASA Curiosity Mars Mars rover. So when we use all the resources on this planet, who's ever left? Can have a place to go. And remember, it'll only take you eight years if you can find four. the shuttle. It was four. Oh, I thought it was in the Martian. Years, it was four, four years. Either way, a very yeah. long time to travel. It's a long time to travel. Anyway, but you won't age because you'll be in no gravity, right. and you won't have any sun exposure, <laughs> right. and you probably will lose weight. Right. I mean, it could be a win-win-win. It could be. <laughs> you never know. Uh, but okay, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, He's an actor. He's an actor. He's got an interview with Esquire magazine. And, of course, the interview was done in June before the SAG after strike was happening on. And the Esquire referred to him as a James Bond hopeful. And he's got his shirt off. He's got his shirt off. And he's a British actor. Yeah, British actor. He was uh, he's 33. (laughs) His wife is 23 years older they met when she filmed him in um, a movie called London Boy. He was the young John Lennon. And he was like 18 and she was like 40. I think he might have been 21. And she, and was, she was like 43 yep. and married to an art dealer yep. with two small children. And they had Nowhere Boy was the name of the film. No, yep. And he played a young John Lennon and they fell madly in love. And then, of course... She goes on to direct Do, the first Fifty Shades yes, of Grey. And they have a couple of kids yep. together. But this is what he said to Esquire. 
I've probably talked to you more about my kids than I have with anybody. I've got really nothing to hide, and I'm secure in what we have, and that's all I'm going to say. (laughs) He's gotten so much crap marrying this woman who's 23 years older than him. They have been together for like 12 years. A long time. I think he was 22 when they got married. He's sick of the crap. He's sick of always having to defend it. He's sick of always having to defend it. I might be. Nothing to hide. He might, yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Okay. Because we did think, hmm, Mm -hmm. interesting. Well, it. So they did have children. Yeah, they They, did have kids. Somehow or another had kids because she was kind of aging out of that, Mm -hmm. which just sounds so bad to say. Well, women's eggs age. Yeah, they do. You know, our ovaries age faster than anything on our body. Of course. I just learned that. I just learned that today. Mm -hmm. I forgot to bring it to random. I never knew that. The ovaries age faster than anything. Well, you in your only body. get so many yeah. uh, eggs in your ovaries, yeah. so they die out. Yeah, but that's the fastest aging part on a woman's body. Isn't that something? I didn't know that. Yeah, of course it makes sense, but I thought yeah. it was going to be the tops of her hands. <laughs> no. Well, those go too. We're supposed to be wearing drivers. <laughs> drivers, yet. bring back the white gloves. Right, uh, Heather Dubrow, uh, Real Housewives of Orange County. That's right. The other night when she was on with Andy Cohen, and uh, uh, Andy had to bring up Ozempic, and yeah. um, she said, "Well, Andy, Ozempic soon will be as accessible as Botox." Yep. And explain. Well, it it will be. It's it's right now. It costs twelve hundred dollars a month to be on Ozempic. Tracy, um, who's the comedian that I Tracy Tracy Jordan? No, no. Tracy was on Thirty Rock. Tracy Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. Tracy, oh, Morgan, I Jordan. thought you said Jordan. I did say Jordan. My okay, apologies. I did. Tracy Morgan is on it right now. He was on with Hoda and uh, Jenna Hagerbush yesterday and prescribed the t- Today Show. Yeah, yep. is it's he very. He is. Or he needs to he lose wanted weight. to lose weight. Okay. He says, I don't eat. I'm on Ozempic. Well, I think what Heather was trying to say, because Botox is certainly a lot lot less stigmatized than it was 20 years ago. And Botox originally, when it was invented for migraines and people who had uncontrollable twitches. And then they found out. Sweating, he, but the, for sweating, yeah. But if the original thing was for migraines yeah, and, and they found out, eyes. yeah, it's like Latisse. They found out about that that it grows hair when they were using it for something completely different. Yes, and so I think that is what she means about the Ozempic uh, thing. Okay, that it will be like Botox, and that it's just going to be now that they've discovered this whatever the semi-glutide, that it's a way for people to lose weight. Lose weight. And it kind of stops drinking, they said. You know, that's another side effect of it that we've heard. you got to let your doctors know, though, if you're taking Ozempic. I read a horrifying story in the Washington Post. You know, they want you to have an empty stomach before you have surgery. Yeah. We've talked about this, yeah. Okay, but if you're on Ozempic... Your food takes so much longer to digest. So more like maybe three weeks to a month because people are aspirating in their lungs. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. We just got an email from Margaret, and she says about um, Sam Taylor Johnson said that Aaron, the younger guy that you know she's with, mm-hmm. is truly an old soul, and that's the reason why they work in the long that's term. That's right. To step into a ready-made family at 21 or 22 and 22. stick with it. Mm-hmm. He had to be. Yeah. 
Makes sense. Yeah, and he also told the Esquire uh, reporter, I'm not going to unlock things that are actually precious to me when he was asked specifically about the age gap. Yeah. That's a pretty good answer because mm-hmm. I don't know. Obi-Wan Kenobi would have to decipher that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's and such I a nice way two... of saying none of your business. That's a good point. And I wonder if the two kids are her two kids from her first marriage. Yes. And and he co-parents with them. Uh, yeah. I do feel like they had, uh, that they, they they had, had at least more? a child okay. together. Okay. I just remember reading the Vanity Fair story about how in in London, in the circles that they moved in, which was is aristocratic art world, just how, you know, scandalized and how much crap she specifically got. Yes. Even though it sounded like uh, art dealer husband had all kinds of side sauce and was not exactly Mr. Faithful to her. And then she finds this... She was the one that was really vilified. Oh, of course. And she's laughing all the way, you know, to wherever she's His going with her. His pack of ad. He's abs. very cute. <laughs> He's gorgeous. He's very, very cute. <laughs> Getting cuter all the he time. He really is. Oh, my word. And uh, this Bond thing. Gosh, how the Brackley family keeps that going to keep people interested in it. Because we aren't going to see one of these. Who it, knows? Twenty twenty seven, probably. Right, and we don't even know who. No, no. I mean, and they, like, it's why even bother talking about because it because they seem to be able to keep that well, stirring. And and he, media uh, reporters ask. He and he is got something that he was promoting, but I quit reading the rest of the That's article fine. after I got to the <laughs> stuff about uh, when he was asked about the age gag. I'm not going to unlock things that are actually precious to me. I'm not going to explain that to you, Esquire reporter. Get it is here. what it is. Mm-hmm. Think of how many people question everyone. Yeah, everyone. Always yep. people always will do that. But you don't see too many older women, younger men Mm-mm. like that. And you really don't. No, and you that's really especially don't. at the young age. But Julia, so yeah, anything can happen. Marriage is still only twelve years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia. My talk.